podcasters, on today's episode of Business of Glam, we're excited to sit down with Janine Hernandez. She's author, mentor, and speaker. So grab a cup of tea and enjoy. Thank you, Janine, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So we have Janine here who is author, mentor, speaker, to kind of tell us how she balances everything. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. So I am a full, so I work full time, first of all. I work for a all-inclusive resort company in Arizona. Um, We have a call center there, so I'm the HR manager. And I love it. I get to travel with them and just see the world. But aside from that, I am a full-time mom. I have an 11-year-old son and I also balance two businesses. So I have my book publishing company. I publish books and I help other authors publish their books as well. And I'm in the process of launching my tea business, which we will have the full launch on May 4th um, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, aside from that, I'm also a speaker, a speaker, a mentor. Um, I try to just stay busy in as much projects and different things that I can at the time. Yeah, it's so incredible. I'm like, I'm really slacking in life. <laughs> Janine's really doing it all. So, how do you find the balance, or how do you feel? Do you ever feel like you're stretching yourself too thin, or that you? aren't doing one thing better or how do you kind of just balance everything? It is really hard. I'll have to say that um, starting up two businesses was extremely hard to balance the time between the two. And I eventually had to just manage one and put the other one to the side. But now that I have my book publishing company up and running, it's a little bit easier to start the launch on the tea company. Um, And yes, I do stretch myself very, very thin. I am very business oriented and motivated and I try to stay as busy as I can networking and doing different things. So um, I'm learning that I need to have some downtime um, and really take care of myself before I put all of that before me, I guess you could say. Yeah. Isn't it so hard? It is very hard. Take the me time. It is very hard, but I'm learning, and I actually just got back from a four month break. So it was um, very well needed over the holidays. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. How did you get started in publishing books and wanting to kind of publish and become an author yourself? So I, ever since I was nine years old, I started writing my first book and I always told my parents I want to uh, publish my book and I want to own my own publishing company. I've just always spoken into existence since I was little. I always knew that I didn't want to go through a normal publishing company. I didn't want anyone to have, I guess, legal rights over my work. Um, and that's kind of how I got started. I, when I was in my t- early 20s, I started to do some research and finding mentors that were already doing this. And I made a lot of mistakes. Um, but with time, I was able to open up my company. And here we are, two to three books later. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the books that you have published so far and how you got the inspiration for them. So my first book is a compilation of my poetry and short stories. And like I mentioned before, it's a compilation of the poetry that I started since I was nine, um, ranging to like the age of 24. 
And then my second book is a book called Feathers in the Sky, a story about the universe's promises. And it's a children's book which focuses on just reminding the kids that they have an intuition and they need to follow the signs and always like follow their gut feeling when making decisions. It's like a motivational book for kids. And uh, what what inspires me? Honestly, I am obsessed with books. I love to read. I read a book, one book every week. So I'm just, it's my world. And I look forward to publishing even more books until the end of time. <laughs> what is the best piece of advice that you have for somebody that's maybe looking for a publisher or looking to kind of publish their own book? So the, I guess the first advice that I would say is to, if you have fear, is just honestly get rid of it. Everyone has that fear of, you know, what are they going to think of me or is my book going to be good enough and just get over that you know, initial thought and just go out there and do it, whether it be you self-publishing or finding a publisher. Um, but just take that step, take action, because a lot of people will have the idea, but they'll never actually do anything about it. And what advice, like, what is the difference between like self-publishing and finding a publisher? And how do you even go about doing either of those? <laughs> so um, with a uh, publishing company, um, you do have to submit your work for, I guess, what you would call is approval. It can take several months up to years to even get a response. Um, I know a lot of authors that submit them to several publishing companies and um, you might get a letter of rejection or you might get a letter of, yeah, we'll work with you. Um, with a publishing company, they will take care of, um, you know, getting you into maybe a book tour or getting you um, an agent to help you with all of that. Um, so if you want to go that route, you definitely can, but you are um, binded to legal contract with them so you are very limited um, with a self if you self-publish you pretty much have full reign on what you want to do there are no contracts you make the decisions but it is a lot of hard work I have to say yeah. <laughs> um, I mean like for me I have to I have to go out there and find my business I have to ask and I have to find podcasts find interviews find um, you know my book signing events so it's a lot of work, but if you're dedicated to it, you can definitely do it. Is your goal or have you helped others publish I, as well? I What I've been doing recently is more consulting work. So I help um, other authors with like editing services, book formatting, just one-to-one um, -one consulting. But I haven't helped anyone publish their book from A to Z just because I am so busy with my personal projects. Right. Yeah. What do you, how did you kind of find the courage or like the how-to of like getting out there and putting yourself out there? Because I think a lot of us like fear rejection and being told no, which I'm sure you've heard lots of yeses and lots of no's, like I have too. <laughs> um, but like keeping that motivation going and continuing on to ask the next big place or like just kind of putting yourself out there. So I think what resonated with me is that 
um, in, in sales, the more uh, that you ask, the more that you'll actually receive, right? All you have to do is ask. And I can get a hundred no's, but there will be one person that's gonna say yes. And that kind of just clicked with me. So for example, I'll use you as an example. When I, before I came to Denver, I was reaching out to a bunch of different podcasts and I knew in my mind that I would reach out to maybe 20 of them and only one will say yes. And so I just have that mindset of like, I have to keep going through the numbers, keep going through, you know, and keep asking until I get a yes. And it's just, I don't know, I'm just motivated that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that I've talked with a lot of other entrepreneurs that are like, it is fearful to say, like, be told no. Like, everybody fears that rejection, but you have to just, like, grudge through and keep asking because it's so true. The more you ask, the more you'll get. Well, that and every time that I get a no, I'll say, okay, cool. So who should I speak to? You know, I just ask another question. (laughs) So who else should I speak to? Or um, can you recommend someone that would be interested in working with me or that, you know, whatever it may be. And then usually they'll recommend someone else. So So you're also venturing into the tea business. Tell us a little bit about that venture and what was your passion behind that? I am also very obsessed with tea. I love tea. I drink tea every single day. And I've always thought that having a nice cup of warm tea with your book, like cuddled up on a couch with your blanket was like the perfect scenario for me. So I figured why not bring my passion and make some money off of it. So I started to, you know, think of the idea of the tea company. And then I finally was like, let's just do it. Let's do it. And so what I'm trying to do is build an equal my ecosystem, I guess you can call it, is my books and my tea company. And then we'll see what else I venture into in the future. (laughs) (laughs) And that launches in May. How will people be able to um, kind of purchase the tea or be able to find any of your products out there? So uh, my tea launch, it will be on May 4th. We will have um, a brunch, but also a tea tasting. And I'll have a speaker and a panelist. So it's going to be a fun event. Um, my tea can be purchased at jjandsonstea.com. You can also find me on social media. So usually Instagram is the best. It's janine.hernandez underscore. And um, yeah, that's pretty much where you can find it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And for your books, where can anybody that's interested find those? My books are on uh, PDI, www.pdi-publishing.com. My first book is on Amazon, but the second book I chose to do it completely independently, and it's only on my website. It's amazing. Yeah. What are, are you working on any other books? I am. Um, my third book is called Gratitude with a Side of Whiskey. Oh, I like it. Yeah. And so I've started writing it, but to be completely transparent, I have that fear of, you know, what if they don't like it? Or, you know, so all of that stuff plays in my mind while I'm writing it. So it's taking a little bit longer, but I am working on it and it's going to be like an adult self-help book. I will talk about, you know, different things that got me to where I I am now and I will share personal stories as well um, but the the title of it gratitude and a side of whiskey I mean I wouldn't have gotten where I'm at if it wasn't for having gratitude in life and then the whiskey part is just man sometimes you need a cup of whiskey to get through some <laughs> things you know um, whether in business or personal but it's going to be a, a mixture of like self-help with a little twist I guess I love it yeah 
So tell us maybe your best piece of advice that you've gotten in business and life that kind of keeps you motivated. And I think for me, when at some point in my life, I was, I guess, fearful of what other people would think, or I always felt like I needed to wait for others to validate my feelings, my thoughts, my ideas. And I guess the best piece of advice I've ever got received was, um, you don't have to wait for others to validate your dreams. Like you just need to go out there and do it because if you wait for other people, you'll be waiting forever. And that's pretty much it. And I think once that clicked in my head was once I started my uh, book publishing company and I just kind of went full force and I haven't stopped since then. Love it. Yeah. Do you have like a mission or a vision statement that you kind of tell yourself or have as a goal for your businesses that helps keep you motivated? So I don't, not for my businesses, but I have them for my life. Like I'm a very visional, visionary person. And so um, in my bathroom, actually, I have my, um, like my vision of what I see myself as in the future. I have my goals. I have my affirmations on there and it's just all positive and uplifting. So I have them written down, stuck on my bathroom wall so I can see it every single day. And, um, but one thing that I do tell myself every day is that like everything I touch, it turns to gold. And so like everything that I'm wanting to create is going to manifest itself. And I'm so like passionate about that, that it almost just happens. Everything that I want, I create it in this life. I love it. Yeah. Do you create like a word for the year? So we just entered into 2019 and I feel like this is the first year that I've ever had like kind of just one word that I've been trying to kind of stay focused on. Do you do that every year or every day, every month? I do it every year. My word this year was going to be surrender, but I changed it because I felt like I was going in a different direction. So right now my word is fear. And the reason why I chose fear is because I feel like I was a little bit um, complacent in my life and a lot of things were causing fear and I wasn't ready to overcome them. But this year I am ready, full force. And so just an example, I'm going to go skydiving this year. It's one of my biggest fears, but I'm just like, okay, if I need to get to the next level, I need to overcome some of these things. So um, fear is my word this year. And I just, I'm creating a bucket list of everything that I want to overcome. So wish me luck. Yes. (laughs) Best of luck. I think that's amazing because I think when you do conquer those fears, you're like, I'm unstoppable. It's very like empowering. Yeah. I I could sit here and year after year say, oh, I have a fear of skydiving or I can just say I did it. I overcame my fear. And, um, make a change. And so I'm just ready. Like I'm ready to do that this year. Do you create a new vision board every year or do you do vision boards? I do. I I feel like you're very visual. So I feel like you would. I do. I have a vision board. I create it every single year. My vision board, I did it like a couple days after the new year. And I just have my goals that I want to create this year, which is my new book, my tea, um, possibly a relationship, just things like that. Mm -hmm. And I just see it every day. So it's just a reminder. And then, yeah, at the end of the year, I'll create a new one with new things on it. Love it. Yeah. So kind of with self-publishing, and we talked a little bit about how you're kind of your agent, you're the one getting out there, pounding the pavement and finding, you know, collaborations to work with and 
book signings. How do you go about finding the best people to market and really finding the niche for your brand? So, um, I try to stay as connected as I can to the community, especially um, in Phoenix, Arizona. I am a part of a lot of different networking groups. Um, Networking 360 is one of them. I go to their networking events. I try to stay just connected to everyone. And I go to their events. um, And in return, they support me. So just building a community helps. Um, And then, like I said, I just ask, like, Mm -hmm. hey, you're doing that podcast. Do you want to sip some of my tea while you do your podcast? And then they promote me so just things like that I just try to think outside the box a little bit so I love that Mm -hmm. um what is your best piece of advice for networking because I think that's a job in itself so um (laughs) for networking it is a job in itself I um Like I said, I started with Networking 360. I became a member and with them, I'm able to go to all of their networking events. They also have morning like business meetings as well. And then if I ever needed anything, like if I'm having an event, they will promote it to their email list, et cetera. But aside from that, when I meet people, I try to like ask them like, is there anyone else you feel I should be connected with? Connect me with them. Let's meet up for coffee. Let's meet up for dinner. I have... I have no fear in that sense in that I will just go up to people and just mingle and talk and let, let's connect, let's talk, let's see what projects you're working on, how can we collaborate. I'm just all the way in with networking. So I love that. Yeah. It's always, do you have a typical go-to question to kind of be the icebreaker when meeting somebody new? I don't Or is it actually, different for everybody? I think it's different for everyone. Just, yeah, it just depends, but I don't have that one question. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have any dream collaborations? Hmm. I would love to be on the Gary Vaynerchuk podcast. Oh, yeah. I would love that. And then um, I would love to have... um, and in the future, with my third book, I would love, love, love to have um, Jim Carrey endorse my book. I love that. That would be awesome. Do you have just like one little nugget for anybody out there that is kind of doing all of the things you're doing, all, you know, being a full-time mother, working full-time, also wanting to venture into their business? Do you have one piece of advice for kind of balancing work and life or how you kind of get things done or feel less guilty about maybe not accomplishing something in the day? Oh, that mom guilt can be really <laughs> tough. Um, so... I, I would say as far as managing your time, definitely take time to dedicate to yourself because if you don't have a full tank, you can't pour it into others. And that's something that I've learned this year is that you really, really need to take time to just relax, take days off, take time to be with your friends. And even though you're so business driven, just take some time. <laughs> um, but I do have a second piece of advice and that's don't take no for an answer. Um, if somebody says no, go to the next and just keep pushing forward because if you take no for an answer you will completely stop all of your projects and there's no point in that so it's amazing yep what does the future hold for you I feel like so much I feel like so much as well (laughs) definitely my third book I would love to get my tea into different small tea boutiques tea rooms um, coffee shops You know, in the future, maybe I'd love to open up my own bookstore slash tea room. The possibilities are endless. Um, 
Yeah. I just have so many ideas that keep me up at night. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. How do you kind of write down your ideas or how do you log them to be able to go back and revisit them? Do you have any certain method or journaling or anything like that that helps you with those ideas and how to like formulate them into a business plan? I do have a journal where I only write business ideas or what I'm doing when I meet people. I write down the date, what we spoke about, etc. But I also, like like I said, I can't sleep at night most of the time because my mind just goes in so many different directions. So usually my phone, I'll take my phone, I write down notes, I'll email myself sometimes. Like, uh, you know, if I have an idea, I'll email it and then I'll look at it later. Sometimes I do voice memos if I'm driving and something comes into my mind, I'll do a quick quick voice memo and I'll listen to it later. So I just use all possible resources to gather my ideas and then revisit them later. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Business of Glam. Thank it was such you. a pleasure. I am so excited. I'm so excited that you guys had me on your show. I, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. No, thank you. I know that we kind of talked about it a little bit in the beginning too as well. But where can people find you online or find your products? Get connected if there's a collaboration that they want to do with you. So the best way to reach me is Instagram. My Instagram is Janine. It's J-A-N-I-N-E dot Hernandez underscore. And Hernandez is with a Z. So Janine dot Hernandez underscore. You can also find me on my websites. It's jjandsonst.com or pdi-publishing.com. Those are the best three ways. Perfect. Yep. Thank you again, love, for Thank joining us. Thank you. Well, podcasters, I hope that you feel as motivated as I do. After talking with Janine, she really is doing it all. We can't wait to see what the future holds and all of the joy that she brings to all of us book lovers and tea lovers. So until next time, we hope you always stay glam. Cheers. Cheers.